بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وعن امير المؤمنين ابي حفص عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول انما الاعمال بالنيات وانما لكل امرئ ما نوى فمن كانت هجرته الى الله ورسوله فهجرته الى الله ورسوله ومن كانت هجرته للدنيا يصيبها او امراتي ينكحها فهجرته الى ما هاجر اليه متفق عليه this is a hadith the first hadith that imam nawawi rahmatullahi brings in regards to ikhlas and this is a narration of hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala anhu it is mentioned umar radiyallahu ta'ala had various qualities in him one quality that umar radiyallahu ta'ala had in him was khawf khuda the fear of allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and particularly when umar radiyallahu ta'ala used to recite quran sharif then that fear of allah tabaraka wa ta'ala that he had that would always increase umar radiyallahu ta'ala also like hazrat abu bakr radiyallahu ta'ala he would say at certain times that i wish i was dust and sometimes he would say that i wish i wasn't born so this was one quality umar radiyallahu ta'ala had another quality that has umar radiyallahu ta'ala had he had a lot of love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam after the demise of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam umar radiyallahu ta'ala used to cry excessively out of the remembrance of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam umar radiyallahu ta'ala was that personality he conquered baitul muqaddas and the jews they told him when he came to baitul muqaddas they say that we were waiting for you to just hand over the keys to you because in our taurat it was clearly described who is going to come who's going to be the conqueror of baitul muqaddas when baitul muqaddas was conquered hazrat bilal radiyallahu ta'ala gave the adhan in masjid aqsa when he gave the adhan in masjid aqsa bilal radiyallahu hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala remembered rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's time and he also uncontrollably hazrat bilal hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala cried over here that was another quality that he had great love for nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and for sunnah the third quality that hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala had was that of qanaat he was very very content whatever allah ta'ala had given him he was very content this is a very very great ni'mat of allah that a person is content with whatever allah ta'ala has given that person so he was a very content person the clothing that he had 12 patches on it of hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala his food was very very simple his bedding was very very simple everything that he had in life was simple so this was the third quality that hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala had and the fourth quality that has umar radiyallahu ta'ala had was that of tawazu he was a humble person although he was the khalifa of the time it is mentioned that he used to oil the camels that belonged to baitul mal and he used to say that the khalifa he is also the ghulam and he is also the slave of the people so this quality of tawazu this is a very great quality in quran sharif also various places allah ta'ala mentions or refers to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam as abd that he is the servant of allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and is mentioned on the first of muharram in the year 24th hijri hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala came came in for the fajr salah when he came onto the musalla and he started the fajr salah then a kafir by the name of abu lulu he was waiting with a dagger in the back and there he came forward and he stabbed hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala and in a matter of 2 to 3 2 to 3 days hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala had passed away so this is the riwayat of hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala umar radiyallahu ta'ala in total he had only narrated 539 hadith this is one of the hadith so it is mentioned that hazrat umar radiyallahu ta'ala here says that i heard rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam saying innamal a'malu binniyat that all the actions that we carry out this is all based on the niyat and the intentions of people wa innama likulli imri'in ma nawa and for every person is whatever he has intended according to your intention that is how allah tabaraka wa taala is going to reward a person according to some commentators they say that this hadith is one third of islam because the actions that we carry out either we carry it out with the heart 
or either we carry out with our physical body, with our limbs, or either we carry it out with our tongue. So these are the three types of actions that we get. So therefore they say that this niyat is from the heart. So it is one third of Islam. Imam Abu Dawood rahmatullahi how Allah Ta'ala blessed them, the muhaddisin, what great work they had done. He had gathered 500,000 ahadith, half a million ahadith before he wrote Abu Dawood Sharif. And from the 500,000 ahadith that he gathered, it is mentioned 4,800 hadith. He then selected from 500,000 what istikhara they must have made, what dua they must have made to Allah wa ta'ala before choosing this 4,800 ahadith. When he chose his 4,800 ahadith and he wrote the kitab of hadith Abu Dawood Sharif, Thereafter, he said that there are four ahadiths if a person practices upon that is sufficient for the deen of a person. And one hadith from amongst the four, inshallah, if we get some time, we will explain which are the four ahadiths. But one of the ahadiths from the four is this particular hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Innamal A'malu bin Niyad. And then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, That whoever makes hijrat towards Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then he his hijrat will be towards Allah and His Rasul that is the reward that he is going to get and whoever makes hijrat to attain dunya or he makes hijrat he emigrates to marry a woman then his hijrat is what he has made hijrat towards this hadith was revealed because there was a particular sahabi he was known as Muhajir Umm Qais. This was the t- title that was given to him. He was in Makkah al-Mukarramah and he proposed to a woman in Madinat al-Munawwara. Her name was, her title also was Umm Qais. And her name was ex- actually Qil. So nevertheless, he proposed to this particular woman. So this woman said that I'm only prepared to marry you if you make hijrat from Makkah Sharif and you come to Medina Sharif. So Sahaba, they made hijrat for the pleasure of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu They left their wealth, their families, everything in Makkah and they went to Medina Al-Munawwara. But this Sahabi went to Medina Sharif to get married in Medina Sharif. So on this occasion, this rewired, this narration was revealed that you got married, you made hijrat because of nikah. So that is your reward. And those Sahaba that made hijrat for Allah and His Rasul that is going to be their reward. It is mentioned in another narration it comes that Abu Talha when he proposed to Umm Sulaim, he also wanted to get married to her. When he proposed to her at that time he hadn't accepted Islam. He was a kafir at that time. So she told him if you want to get married to me you must accept Islam. So he accepted Islam and then he got married to Umm Sulaim. But here Rasulullah never objected that your Islam was because you wanted to get married to Umm Sulaim. So what what is the difference between these two narrations? So the commentators, the muhaddisin say over here that Abu Talha from previously, from before, he wanted to accept Islam. The desire to accept Islam was already there. He just, he just speeded up the process when it came to the occasion of nikah. Whereas this sahabi had no intention to make hijrat to Medina Sharif. But now when he was ready to get married to the woman, now he made hijrat to Allah, he made hijrat to Medina Sharif to get married. We will continue from here, inshallah.